0: I passed the vibe check. I passed the, check, check. Check. Pass the vibe check. Pass the vibe check. Show the- Hey guys, welcome to the show. Welcome to I See Things a Little Differently. This is your Monday show. This is your Royal Rumble review. One of two Rumble reviews. I will give my thoughts of the Rumble as it just ended maybe about an hour ago. And then later on this week, we will drop the There will be other episodes this week actually. So this week we have the Monday show, the Wednesday show, a special Friday show where I talk about my first toy hunt of the year. I wanted to get back to that i told you guys i would get back to that just doing some other things as well as we're setting up uh just how this year is gonna go um i had this toy hunt that it just it turned into a toy hunt um i actually like i got my hair cut one day i think i go to the store About tell it here as well i got my hair cut one day and i had like three hour, not three i was like two two hours to spare before i had to be somewhere for a meeting and so i was like what do i do and so i just drove to some spots and Uh, i made some pickups so that will be on friday we'll talk about that me and jt are recording our royal rumble review together early in the week i will probably drop that on thursday so this week you will have a monday show which is this one you're listening to right now thank you wednesday thursday friday and then don't do not forget you also have the match of the month for february and so i am super excited as of this recording I have not recorded that. I don't even know what it's gonna be. <laughs> so um, I have a lot of work to do. I have lots of I have a lot of things to do. So uh, let's get it. Um, this is the Rumble review. Um, over my overall thoughts. And all right, before we even get into that, yes, Vince McMahon has officially resigned. Uh, supposedly he's never coming back. But Ronda Rousey tweeted something interesting. She said, as long as people like Bruce Pritchard are in power, Vince will always have a hand because she said he was still, Bruce was still talking or being an avatar, air quotes, no air quotes, she not even do air quotes, through, uh, for, for Vince when even when he was gone. So there's also another rumor that apparently TKO Endeavor <coughs> is looking to get rid of the Vince McMahon loyalist and start anew. That's interesting. I don't know where to expand on that because I just don't have enough. We don't have enough information at this time. And the only thing I'll say, and I'll leave it alone and get to the Rumble review, because we've already done two shows about this. When you when you are a powerful person, like Vince McMahon and Sean Diddy Combs are, you eventually get used to abusing people if you are that kind of person. This man, Vince McMahon, paid this woman. He did things to her. He passed her around. We don't need to re- rehash that. We know that. And Then he offered her... Then he said, if you keep your mouth shut, you'll get $3 million. He paid her $1 million and thought because she was abused and she had no power, she would not speak up. The ego. Look at... If you think about what those two men uh, uh, did to themselves with their egos. Cassie sues Diddy. Diddy... only thing he had to do was just pay her whatever the, my, my money she want and I don't care. These people are billionaires. Fuck off. All he had to do was he said nope I'm innocent. Then all of a sudden he pays her and then the floodgates open. You deserve it. You're not as powerful as you think you are. He stopped make this man stopped making payments to this woman because he said she's nobody. She doesn't have a voice. No one would believe her. And now she's implicated Brock Lesnar, John Laurinaitis, and now this man in the shit that they were doing all because he wouldn't pay her other two million dollars which was life-changing money for that woman he got exactly what he deserved because of his ego so that's what it is so um (coughs) as more information comes out excuse me uh maybe we'll talk about next monday but as of right now I want to sweep that under the rug for this moment and, and just talk about the Rumble. Because I do think we had some really cool moments here. It was a four-match card. Even with the four-match card, it went four fucking hours. That is a hour for a match. Jesus, D.H. fucking Christ. Are you kidding? And we talk about AEW shows. At least they have nine, ten matches. This had four matches and went to four hours. Anyways, so the the Rumble started with the Women's Rumble. I actually thought the Women's Rumble was the stronger of the two. Yes, it was more botch-heavy. I didn't see any clear botches um, in the Men's Rumble. But I always find that the Women's Money in the Bank matches, ladder matches, I always find those to be more botch-heavy. And I think it's because those women... I don't, I don't know. I, the best way I can say, and, it's, and AEW has this problem as well. I think the women that work together because they so rel, sometimes they so re, seldomly work together with each other. I think they they miss that chemistry and how to work with each other. Like when I look at uh, what's her name, uh, I will say Valkyrie, but not, uh, what's her, John Morrison's wife? Jesus Christ, uh, Taya Valkyrie, and that Britt Baker match from last year that was horrible. They hadn't worked together yet. Now I do think it's key working together more and more. And I do think that's where things like Dark are going to be missed for AEW. Because I think that those two can still have a great match. Because Ty-, Ty Valkyrie is a great wrestler. She just is. You know. Um, and that's the I think that's the first really bad match I've seen her have. But otherwise, I've seen her have some fantastic matches. She can wrestle. She can go. Britt Baker can go. You know, but I think because they very rarely touch. Like, the men touch all the fucking time. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying, I'm I'm not making excuses for them, but I just find that those matches seem to be more rushed and botched heavy. Sometimes I feel like the women are rushing and moving too fast and they don't need to move that fast. But that's just my opinion. Uh, But either way, the Women's Rumble has started. Uh, Number one was Natalia. Number two was the returning Naomi, as it was more than heavily rumored Uh, she's back. Number three was Bailey, who was the Iron Woman in this. in this rumble, and uh, let me make this clear, I said this to JT because we the last two weeks we had done my nitpicking of my favorite things and my least favorite things. Right, this was another one that I hate. How everyone I've always appreciated the Diesel spot and maybe the Iron Man spot, but the Iron Man spot was never like this. It was never just like completely ridiculous to where every year someone's doing. Uh, over an hour, and it's like, bro, like it does it, it takes this, it takes it away from being that special when it's every year. Last year, Rhea Ripley went the fucking distance, and this year, Bailey broke Bailey and Naomi broke her record. It's like, uh, okay, that was cool. Now it means less. But anyways, number three was Bailey. Number four was Candice LeRae. Number five. For the second time in the history of the WWE, they invite the TNA Knockouts Women's Champion at that current time to be a part of the Royal Rumble. The first time was Mickie James, who got a huge pop, which so which is which is that's surprising because people love Mickie James, and I've already told you guys my story about WrestleCon in Dallas, how her line was so long, it was ridiculous. Um, this time we had a debut, the first time ever Jordan Grace was at the debut in WWE, seeing her in a WWE ring with the Knockouts Women's Championship, the TNA Knockouts Women's Championship, me being a big fan of Jordan Grace, I was so happy and so proud of her for, I don't know, I just, so fucking cool, you know? So this is not unheard of for them to do this, but to see Jordan Grace in the ring, to see the interactions she had, we already saw her face Trinity. Slash Naomi, but to see her in the same ring with fucking Bianca Bella, you could tell Jordan Grace was 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 loving everything. And it's reported by PWI Insider that TNA and Jordan Grace were easy to work with. Like she, they did uh, physical for her and everything. Monday they they flew her into Florida secretly. She had taken pictures of herself with her dog to do th- throw people off the scent. But it 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 had gotten spoiled before. I didn't see it before because I, I I don't get like. Before certain pay-per-views, I won't get online at all. Even, even with me doing a podcast, I'll get on afterwards. So I saw it afterwards. But um, I was so fucking happy for her. And you could just see the big smile on her face. But all the names she interacted with that we may never see her interact with. Like, she re-signed with TNA. Like, she had a chance to be a free agent last year. She wasn't a free agent for very long. Maybe a couple of months. And then she re-signed with TNA. That's just her home. And there's nothing wrong with that. TNA has always had a strong women's division, you know, even when it wasn't being showcased. Once they're getting showcased, they've always had strong women's division. So it's not surprising her for her to stay, you know. Um, but man, what a good surprise. It was good to see her. And it's always good to see uh, something like that. Uh, number six was Indy Hartwell. Number seven was Asuka. Number eight was Ivy Nile. Number nine was Kyrie Saint. And I need to take a moment here to say Kyrie Saint, I love her new darker look. It just, it's just such a badass look. I fuck with it to the umpteenth level. Number ten was Bianca Belair. Number eleven was Katana Chance. Number twelve was Tegan Knox. Number thirteen was Caden Carter. Number fourteen was Chelsea Green. Number fifteen was Piper Niven. Number sixteen was Lee. Number seventeen was Alina Vega. Number eighteen was Renee Dupree. Uh, number, not Renee Renee Dupree, wow, Maxine Dupree, what a throwback I was on, number 19 was Nia Jax, number 20 was Shotzi, number 21 was Becky Lynch, number 22 was Alba Fire, number 23 was Shayna Baszler, number 24 was Valhalla, number 25 was Mia Yim, Number number 26 was Zoe Stark, number 27 was Roxanne Perez, number 28 was Jade cargill making her in-ring debut for wwe and they gave her a huge spotlight to shine i i, I text jt because i think this is funny the tribalism makes me laugh no one thought she no one from wwe side fan wise thought anything impressive about jay cargill she's not right the, the, she got one of the biggest pops of the fucking night it, it just the tribalism is amazing to me number 29 was tiffany stratton number 30 was the returning Liv morgan so i want to give all that just to tell you guys you know the order of people coming in now i'm going to give you the order of eliminations and then we're going to get into a deeper dive i just thought we'd try something different this year number one in order eliminations was indy hartwell two candice LeRae. three natty four tegan five sane 7 Grace, 8 Carter, 9 Lee, 10 Nile, 12 Dupree, 13 Piper, 14 Green, oh, excuse me, reverse that. 13 Green, 14 Piper, 15 Chance, 16 Vahala, 17 Elba Fire 18 Bagsler, 19 Yim, 20 Shotzi, 21 Jax, 22 Stark, 23 Perez. Twenty-four Lynch, twenty-five Naomi, twenty-six Stratton, twenty-seven Belair, twenty-eight Jade, twenty-nine Liv. Your winner is Bailey, who has broken the record. She was in the ring for an hour, three minutes, and three seconds, I believe. It is her it is the officially new record for the women's Royal Rumble. She came in at number three. So now, with all that being said, they weaved a bunch of stories in here. So essentially, you had Asuka and Kyrie Sane and Bailey in here from Damage Control, and they got eliminated early. And Bailey had was like, "What about the plan? What about the plan?" Like she was so worried the rest of the night. Um, but we had that story going on. They, I love that they showed the champions watching the Rumble intently. So you had Io Sky watching the Rumble. The only champion that defended his title was Logan Paul and Roman Reigns. So every every other champ was set. You know, so that so it was like it wasn't like there was much tension, and even that we knew Reigns was retaining, so it wasn't any tension at all. But anyways, I did love them watching this, and now this sets up. First of all, Bailey winning. I think the only so the I, I believe if I'm not mistaken, has Sasha Banks ever. won? I don't think Sasha Banks has ever won a, a women's Royal Rumble. So Sasha Banks is the lone fourth horsewoman to never win a Royal Rumble. But well, listen, listen to what Bailey has done. She hit the main roster. She has won money in the bank, cashed in successfully. She's won tag team championships. She has now won a Royal Rumble. Like, she will get her first single... I didn't even think about this. She will get her first singles match at a, at a WrestleMania this year. I know I heard Michael Cole say she may get it. There's no reason for her to not get it. Like, like why What? The match should be EO Sky and... That's where it's going to be with her being kicked out of damage control and stuff like that. That's clearly where this is going. Um, but her first single match at WrestleMania is, do I think she'll win? Hmm. Predictions, we're, we're far off from predictions. But as of right now, I would say no because I just think, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but I, I think it's time for her to turn her face though. As she now calls her, she's back to calling herself the role model and everything. But in this Rumble, Jake Cargill signed. She came in. She went face-to-face with Nia Jax and Bianca Belair. And she just picked up Nia Jax with fucking E. She is a beast. She is a monster. Um, Nia Jax just dominated most of the Rumble. Um, but Jay Cargill ended up eliminating her, eliminating her by herself. So that was a shining moment for her. I love the spots that Chelsea Green was in. I love the spotlight they put on Chelsea Green where she was just getting annihilated all over the place. Even by Piper Niven by accident. I love what what Chelsea Green has going on. I'm really happy for her. Valhalla got fucked over. So Valhalla comes out, and then R-Truth comes out. He's like, where are the guys at? Where are the guys at? And they have to remind R-Truth that it's the woman's rumble. Well, while she's distracted with R-Truth, she gets dumped over the top rope. This poor woman did not get a chance to be in the rumble. So I feel bad for her. Um, It was good to see Zia Lee. <laughs> you know, we don't get to see this woman very often, but, I mean, whatever. It means nothing because she's... Not going to win anything, but it's good to see her, you know. Um, I, I'm glad they kept the legends to a minimum. As a matter of fact, now that I think about it, the only person I could even say that was a legend that they put in was actually nobody. I don't think they had any legends this year, which is cool. Um, the one common denominator with both the men's and the women's rumble were a lot of heavy hitters got eliminated very early. Very, I, I think I picked Oscar to win, right? And I think it's just because I didn't know who was gonna win. I should—I I guess I wasn't focused too much on Bailey, but the, the, a lot of heavy hitters. Like think about this: Asuka and Kyrie, same, both got eliminated back to back at number five. That was very early in the Rumble, you know. And the final four was who: uh, Bailey, Liv Morgan, Jay Cargill, and Bianca Belair. And I did love the final sequence of the eliminations. So, <clears throat> excuse me, Tiffany Stratton. It, and uh Bianca Belair are out on the apron. Tiffany Stratton is holding on to their life to stay in the rumble by the braid of Bianca Belair. Finally, she has to finally Bianca eliminates Tiffany Stratton. Meanwhile, Liv Morgan eliminates Bianca Belair. She then does a uh, flatliner on the apron to eliminate Jay Cargill and then Bailey sneaks back in the ring and pushes out Liv Morgan to get the victory. Um I did like the final sequence. Uh, overall, I thought this was one of the stronger Rumble, uh, rumbles for the women. And I think the right person actually did win. But to me, the shining star in all this was obviously Jake Cargill. But seeing Jordan Grace and seeing her in it, not only did she interact with these women, she was in there for a good amount of time. Like TNA can, I will say this, no matter how much of a tribalistic person you are, you cannot say any time the two times that TNA's Women's Champion has been in the Rumble, she has been misrepresented. Mickey James spent a good amount of time in the Rumble, interacted with a number of people, and then Jordan Grace interacted with a number of people. She was in there for a good 20 minutes. You know, 20, 25 minutes. That's, like, that's a long time for the Rumble. You know what I'm saying? And then she got to interact with some really cool people. So it's like one of those things that I just find to be really, really cool. So I would give this a B. Honestly, I would give it a B, personally. Uh, But overall, a good rumble. Uh, We're not going to spend too much time on these matches. The fail forward was decent for what it was, but it's the same typical type of Roman Reigns match that we've gotten used to in the last three and a half years. Uh, Interference from Solo. I was surprised. I thought LA Knight would take the pinfall. AJ Styles took the pinfall. And uh, look here. Here's... Something that weakened, and I said this before, this weakened the Rumble match because you took three heavy hitters out of the Rumble match again. You took AJ Styles out, you took Randy Orton out, and you took LA Knight out. Now, reportedly, it's because they didn't want Randy Orton to take a pin so soon to him coming back. AJ Styles is bulletproof. We know that. L.A. Knight, and Ren, well, more so Ellie Knight cannot take too many pinfalls. He's he's still hot. He's still very much over. The fact that him and R-Truth, I think R-Truth has the top merch sales in WWE right now, which is, R-Truth is so over, so fucking ridiculous. But Ellie Knight's still top five. You know, and I, and I just saw that he just dropped on Ringside Collectibles his first elite action figure, which I'm going to pick up, uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going to pick up after I'm done recording this show. Because that things it's no way I'm going to find that in stores. I'm not even going to try to find that in stores. I'm just going to buy it and just have it. And that way I have my, my hands on it. Um, but um, I feel like this hurt the rumble. But it's the same thing we've seen before. It wasn't a bad feel for it match. It's just the same shtick over and over and over. Um, I do have a prediction, though. At, for At the end of the show, I'm going to say at the end of the show. I'm calling my shot right now. So I, ha- I I don't know why I believe this, but I just think this is where the route they're going to go. But anyways, Roman Reigns retains his WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship and an, now a stunner. Logan Paul versus Kevin Owens for the United States Championship. This match ended more, much differently than I thought. I thought they would pin Kevin Owens, but they didn't. Kevin Owens got caught. So Kevin Owens ends up taking brass knuckles from Logan Paul, nails Logan Paul, but he keeps the brass knuckles on. The referee's counting. The referee looks up and sees the brass knuckles, disqualifies Kevin Owens, and then Kevin Owens ends up putting Logan Paul through a table. So this doesn't hurt either person, which I I thought it was a great way to get out of the, the match without pinning either one. So kudos to Triple H for that. Um, but I like that. I liked that. I liked the way that finish worked. And I don't think I've ever seen that before. Have I seen it? I don't think I've seen it. For, I don't think I've seen it before. Like and if I have, I haven't seen it in a very long time. So the pull, whatever they pulled it out of, was fantastic. The men's royal number one was Jey Uso. Number two was Jimmy Uso. Number three, Grayson Waller. Number four, the returning Andrade. Number five, Carmelo Hayes. Number six, Shinsuke Nakamura. Number seven, Escobar. Number eight, Cross. Number nine, Dirty Dom. Number ten, Carlito. Number eleven, Bobby Lashley. Number twelve, Kaiser. Number thirteen, Theory. Number fourteen, Finn Balor. Fifteen, Cody Rhodes. Sixteen, Bronson Reed. Seventeen, Kofi Kingston. Eighteen, Gunther. Nineteen, Ivar. Twenty, Braun Breaker. Twenty-one, Omos. 22, Pat McAfee. 23, JD McDonough. 24, R-Truth. 25, The Miz. 26, Damian Priest. 27, CM Punk. 28, Ricochet. 29, Drew McIntyre. And number 30, the returning Sami Zayn. So, here's what I think about this Rumble. I thought it was pretty, pretty tame, pretty boring. Um, and that's because... I th- it, it, you knew it wasn't going to pick up until the final six. This Rumble had so few heavy hitters in it that it just didn't do it for me. I would give this a C-, because it wasn't like botch-filled or anything, but it was definitely one of those things that was kind of like, you're just waiting for the final six, final four, or however you want to see it. Now, I just wasn't impressed with it, you know? Um, but number one, Grayson Wall. and these are in terms of eliminations, number one, Grayson Wall. number two, Santos Escobar, number 3, Carlito, number 4, Karrion Cross number 5, Bobby Lashley, 6, Carmelo Hayes, 7, Theory, 8, Andrade, 9, Nakamura, 10, Kaiser, 11, Kofi, 12, Jimmy Uso, 13, Finn Balor, 14, Bronson Reed, 15, Ivar, 16, Pat McAfee, 17, Omos, 18, Braun Breaker, 19, J.D. McDonough. 20th Truth, 21 Dom, 22 Miz, 23 Jey Uso, 24 uh, Ricochet, 25 Damian Priest, 26 Sami Zayn, 27 Drew McIntyre, 28 Gunther, 29 C.M. Punk. Your winner two years in a row, Cody Rhodes. So anyone who thinks that they are not all in on his story. The tagline for WWE 2K24 and the cover boy for 2K24 is to finish your story. They are all in on this man as he is the first man in 20 years to go back to back. The last man to go back to back was Steve Austin in the 97-98 year. And the one thing if you look at, once you get past the Hulk Hogan era where the Rumble really meant nothing. Shawn Michaels when he went back to back. It's a common theme here 95 he wins the rumble. Guess what happens? He does not win the WWE championship at WrestleMania. As a matter of fact, he didn't even main event the WrestleMania 11 that he was supposed to be on. 96 he wins the rumble. Main events in the boyhood dream is fulfilled. 97 Steve Austin wins. He doesn't even main event the WrestleMania main event and loses the match. 20 uh, 1998. He wins and he main events, and starts the Add to Error in official style with the new WWE Championship. So, this is such, this is a very big deal. So, for them to have Cody Rhodes win, means that, we already saw the tease. We saw, in September, we saw a tease, the face-to-face between Roman and Cody. So, we knew that was still the plan. Obviously, people got concerned or people got excited. or However you see it, however you're on, um one side or the other with uh, with the, how you feel about The Rock and his, what he got going on. um, But now, and we don't need to wait. At the end of this match, because you've seen uh, Roman Reigns in the skybox watching as long as Seth Rollins, Cody, after he made the point to the fucking sign and the, the pyrotechnics went off, he pointed at Roman Reigns. He made his decision right then, right there. There is no mystery like there was going to be anyway. We know the main event next WrestleMania night two will be, and that will be Cody versus Roman Reigns um, overall this is very pedestrian like, like when I look at Bobby Lashley carrying Cross, they're eliminating number 4 number 5, like they had no factor in the Rumble um, Carmelo Hayes has been on the main roster for a, a month or two now I would say a month now, so it's not a big thing, Andrade making his return look, we all know where he wanted to be he made no, he kept he, there was no secret here you know, and so he, he's he's back where he wants to be good for him. Look, and I will say this, man. Even though Cody's gun clearly had to go to SmackDown because that's where the WWE Championship is, once he goes back to Raw, this feud's with CM Punk. This man just eliminated Gunther for the second year in a row. Gunther will not let that stand. Let's just be real and put all cards on the table. So now you have two feuds right there. The Randy Orton feud, because Randy Orton is on SmackDown. That's a feud that's really ready and waiting for... Right up there in the thing. this In this particular Royal Rumble, Jey Uso was the Iron Man. But I think he only went like 45-50 minutes. It was, it's a long time. But I mean, it wasn't like he was breaking any records. And he didn't come close to winning. Um, they obviously, we, we know where Jey Uso and Jimmy Uso are going to be. They're going to probably be in the opening match at WrestleMania night one or two. So we know that they weren't going to win. But this was a taste. Because we had not really seen them very much with each other in the last uh, few months. Which was by design. But the fact that they've now pulled the trigger, and Cody, I thought Punk was going to win. Now it looks like Punk is, we already know Punk will be in Perth. So Punk will probably be in the Elimination Chamber match, because that will be his last chance to get into the main event, WrestleMania. Um, but the fact that Cody Rhodes has now won two years in a row, I'm impressed with the booking of it. I'm surprised. Um, I, uh, I I thought they would make Cody do, but look here he came in at 15 and he struggled more to get there and then on top of that he had to and, and i think this is the first time in in the rumble history where like back-to-back years it was like uh, like mini matches at the end like cody and gunther had one last year and this year punk and cody had like another five to eight minute mini match before punk finally got eliminated so now cody's a two-time winner one of my pet peeves, as we talked about just two weeks ago, there was too many two-time winners. Now Cody joins a very select group of people. He joins Randy Orton. He joins Edge. He joins Batista. He joins Hulk Hogan. He joins Shawn Michaels. He joins Steve Austin's people to win multiple rumbles. But he only but he's even in even more of an elite class in the Rumble history because now he's won back-to-back rumbles. And that's only done been done by three men. So now he will be the fourth. And so that's a big deal. And so the thing I had, the prediction I had, before we get get out of here, the prediction I had is I believe what's going to happen night two WrestleMania 40. I believe we're going to see a replay. I believe we're going to see Cody about to win. Solo Sokoa hit him with the Samoan Spike. Roman Reigns hit him with a spear. We think we're gonna see deja vu, and Cody <laughs> Cody will kick out. Cody will kick out this time, and then Cody will finish his story and become WWE champion. There's no reason not having finished the story now. At this point, there's no reason not have it. So, that is my thoughts on the Royal Rumble. I ended up going 30 freaking minutes. How is that possible? I thought I I, I don't know. Just, it, didn't, it just flew by. Um, but anyways. I enjoyed doing this. Hey guys, look out me and, me and I was just talking to JT as a matter of fact. We're going to record uh, that show. I'm actually going to drop that show on Tuesday. So you're going to have shows on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and the match of the month next week. Please, thank you for sticking with me. Hope you guys enjoyed the Rumble. Hope you guys had fun listening. I am the Soul Chemical. This is your Royal Rumble Review. Look, Check me out on Tuesday night with the Rumble Review from JT's perspective um, which would probably be him more talking and me kind of filling in gaps and asking questions of what, what he thought about it but anyways I am the Soul Chemical this is I see things a little differently this is your Monday show we're out